transforming, inspiring, and empowering you to become a brave heart. Many times we want to accomplish big things, but become so confused and lost on our purpose journey. Don't worry, come chill with me inside the launch and let's rise and become a brave heart. Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of the Brave Hearts podcast. So today, my guest is all the way from the Bahamas. She is the founder of Beautiful and Bossy. And we are going to be chatting about business strategies, how you can kill it in your business and succeed within your business. So let's jump right into it. Check it out. She's the founder of Beautiful and Bossy, hailing all the way from the Bahamas. Welcome, Laura Charlton, to the Brave Hearts Podcast. I'm so happy and excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so you mentioned to me that your first business was also your first real failure. Can you share what lessons you have learned from then? Okay, well, my first business venture, believe it or not, I was nine years old, and I decided that I wanted to sell candy at my primary school, and for me, it ended up becoming a failure because the higher authority, like the principal and the teachers, they, they told me that I had to stop, so even though I wanted to continue, right. I was told that I had to stop with that little dream that I had. I had to stop with that for a while. So from then to now, I realized that um, regardless of how if people want you to do your business or what have you, it, it's up to you. Like if you really want to get something done. So I didn't allow that, that one failure at the age of nine to stop me from pursuing my future goals and my future dreams. It was, at the end of the day, it's all up to me. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And then, you know, at the age of nine, you have a dream, but so many times people tend to tell us no, but you yeah. didn't allow that no, that first no that you got to stop you. No, no, I didn't. I kept pushing. Yes. What led you to start Beautiful and Bossy? Okay. Um, well, in 2013, I started a graphic design company. Mm-hmm. And from that graphic design company, later on, it received some success, and in 2016, I had my, my first child. So now having a business and being a mother, it was very hard having to balance both. Mm-hmm. So with Beautiful and Bossy, I wanted to create a community for women, like whenever you need support in your business or just a little boost of confidence. I just yeah. wanted that platform for, for women internationally, not just in the Caribbean, but internationally. Right, right. Because when I look at your comments, you know, those are very important. Sometimes we just need, as an entrepreneur, you need just an extra or motivational word, you know, that word of encouragement to to remind you that despite this business, you are still human all at the same time. Yes, yes, indeed. After your trials and errors in, in the beginning of your business journey, can you share more in depth? some of the, at least maybe one or two of your trials 
that or errors that you that you overcame or that you learned you know after your first business and you start your second your sec, your second venture what how did you overcome that failure okay um one thing for me i have always been interested like i said in graphic design so within that interest i created websites so i have a few e-commerce websites and one thing i can say when it comes to e-commerce i have a um a website called lola's closet and having to one failure i realized in that or something that i have to overcome that i had to overcome was more customers after the after they receive their product, they'll either tell Shopify or whoever my platform is with or whether they pay through PayPal that they didn't receive their product. So here it is now, I am without a product and I have to return the money back to them. So having to go through that, if anybody deals with e-commerce, what I've learned from that is to, whenever I ship the item off to them, I would ensure that they have to sign for it. So it allowed me to learn like different processes. Okay, well, instead of me getting ripped off, now I can ensure and I can show I have proof now with Shopify or with PayPal that you actually pay. So that's one, um, one thing that I, have, I had to overcome. And then also um, naysayers. Yeah. There's a lot of persons that don't believe, like you'll be telling your dreams and your goals to people and they're looking at you like, you actually think you could accomplish that? And it's like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have shared my goals with you. So I have learned now to just keep quiet on a lot of things. And with that, I have, I have seen a lot of success because yeah. now I don't have anybody, well, praying against what I actually desire because they don't even know what to, to attack. The enemy doesn't know what to attack because my mother is now quiet. I don't say anything anymore. That's so it. now, yeah, so now just like, just, doing it, doing the work. And it's so crazy. This year I gave myself, my whole mission for the year is just do it. Like Nike, just do it. Like, I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not going to complain. Oh, it's just too much work. Just do it. Like you'd be surprised how much work you get done when you don't talk about it. Yeah. And when you get up and you actually, if you don't even have the energy to do it, once you start, you'll be amazed at how the energy just come out of nowhere just for you to just get it done. So I'd advise anybody this year to just do it. <laughs> Yes, I totally agree with that. I totally, totally agree. In a business, you should have a business plan. You should have your financial plan, your marketing plan as well. But how important is it to have all those plans within your okay. business? For me, I see all those plans, um, for example, as a, like a ship. Let's say you have a ship and the ship is just on the, on the, on the water. Mm -hmm. It doesn't know exactly where it's going. If you don't have a plan, you need to know exactly where you're taking your business. So whether it be marketing, you need to know how to market your business, who your customers are, mm -hmm. your clientele, your ideal customer, um, and having to market, well, knowing when to market, whether it be Mother's Day, Father's Day, like just capitalizing on the holidays. Right. It's great to have a marketing plan. Also, it's great to have a business plan so you would know exactly where your business is headed. And you'll know the strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and even the threats of your business because you have a lot of competition in your business. Yeah. So even though you may have a, a business but may have a niche, you still may run across competition. You'll need to know who your customers are. So having a plan, a plan is very vital, whether it be in business and life, you need to have a plan. 
So I would definitely recommend persons to have a business plan, a marketing plan, and a financial plan. And especially when it comes to finances, it's good to set goals for yourself. Because um, my favorite book, the Bible, it says that you should write your vision and make it plain. Mm-hmm. So if you have a financial goal that, okay, well, I want to reach maybe $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month, you know what you're going to aim for. But if you have no plan, you know, you have no idea what you're aiming for or where you want to go. So I would definitely recommend having a plan or three, those three plans for your businesses. Yes. And how soon, like if somebody is just starting a business, you know, they have an idea, they, they're launching out, but how soon would you recommend someone starting to plan or starting to actually put pen to paper to actually make this plan happen before they take action? I would, I would tell them to do it right away, like right before they they start their business. Right. I would tell them to put together a, mark, a, a business plan. Uh, one platform that I use for my business plan is liveplan.com. Okay. And I, I actually love that because it the way it structures, it helps you. If you don't know exactly like what to put in your business plan, it has like um, titles and subtitles for you to go by. So it's great to have your business plan before you start. That way you would know who your customers are. You would know what your customers like. You would actually have a customer profile and you would, you would market to those persons in that profile who fit the criteria. Right. So it's, yeah, it's vital to have a plan like right in the beginning of, of starting your business. And if you don't have a plan, if you've started a business and you don't have a plan, it's never too late to put together a plan to know yeah. where you're going. Yeah, that's important. That's really, really important because many times people start a business and without a plan, they're just going blindly. They're selling to everyone, you know, doing all kinds of things to, to make the income that they want. But they uh-huh. don't have that extra guidance, which is important. Yes. Right. For someone who is desiring to, to start a business, what advice? Let's say they have an idea or maybe they have a couple of ideas. What uh-huh. advice would you give them? I'll tell them to act right away and don't think too long about it because the longer you think, the more you'll end up procrastinating. And if you have a couple ideas, I would actually go with the idea that is in service as, a, as opposed to it being all about you making money, find a way where you can serve people because those people will bring you money. Yes. So it's not about money. It's about service, in my opinion. Yes, I totally agree. And even, and even um, consistency. Many times I, I always tell people being consistent is important as well. Because yeah. sometimes you can start something and then lose passion for it and then stop. But mm-hmm. what would you say besides consistency and then, you know, going after your ideas, what else would you say is important? I'd say determination and the will, the drive to do it. You have to have a passion for it because... Mm-hmm. Um, Let's say our jobs, a lot of persons are at their jobs and they're consistently going to work, but they don't have a passion for it. Therefore, they either don't get a promotion or they don't last long in the job. So having a passion for what you're doing is vital mm-hmm. and, and just being determined. So you have to be consistent, be passionate, be determined, and just be driven. Like don't, once you believe in yourself, regardless of what the naysayers say or what people say about you or you may never make it, that's their opinion. But God gave you a plan and those persons can't see 
the whole vision that God gave to you. So don't worry about the naysayers. Just focus. And that's, that's another thing. Focus. You have to focus. Don't worry. Just block things out. Don't worry about other people. Just focus. Be determined. And just be a go-getter. Yes. <laughs> I totally agree with that. I totally, totally agree with that. At the beginning of the interview, you mentioned that you have, you believe in, you know, writing down your vision. Mm-hmm. What, what are some ways or creative ways that persons can um, put their vision to paper? Like one of the things I would usually do at the beginning, at the ending of every year into the new year, I would create a vision board for my entire upcoming year. Yes, <laughs> yes, I also have a vision board. And let me just say this. The first time I put together a vision board, I actually had um, the seven great wonders of the world. I had that on my vision board because I wanted to travel. And probably like a year after, after reviewing my vision board, I realized that I visited Mexico. And one of the great wonders of the world, Chichen Itza, was actually wow. on my vision board. And I didn't realize it until after I visited. So it's so to me, it's so important to have a vision board because you actually know where you want to go and you know the things and the habits that won't get you there. So you know what not to do. So having a vision board, I love how you said the vision board, but yes, having a vision board is so, it's so important and it's fun to create at the same time. So it isn't even like a bunch of work. It's like, I'm actually putting together things that I want to see in the future. So having a vision board is great and also visualizing and meditating. I know a lot of persons may not know how to meditate, but if you just like, you could YouTube anything nowadays. So you could YouTube how to, how to meditate and even visualizing the best time to visualize is, for me, is it right before bed. So um, I usually close my eyes and I envision the things that I'd like to see happen in the future. And I'll place myself there. And instead of me just visualizing it, I have emotion backing it up. So I feel the emotion when I achieve a certain goal. I feel happy, even though I'm just visualizing it. And you'll be amazed at how you actually attract those things to your life. Yes, that is, that is awesome. Many times, you know, we're so busy just hustling and bustling, getting, going home, going to work, and, you know, we don't have time to actually get into our mindset and do mindset work to accomplish goals and, and dreams that we want to become a reality. Yes. Mm-hmm. So many people set goals but never take action. And in one of your blog postings, you shared on the five major keys of goal setting. Can you explain some of those keys? Okay. Um, well, the first one is to identify your goal. And with that, you need to take some time to figure out what it is that you want to do or you want to change about your life. What I would say, what is your greatest joy? But what brought you the greatest pain? What is it that you want to change? Because you'd be amazed to know that someone else or many other persons around the world are experiencing the same pain as you. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to find your passion, especially if you want to um, set your goal around a passion, it's best to identify, well, what is, how can you relate to other persons? So what is your goal? Or what goals have you set for yourself as far as your dreams? Then the next step is to break down that goal. So let's say I have a goal to, um, to start exercising. And in order for me to exercise, I know that, okay, well, I have to put my clothes aside in the morning or in the evenings whenever I decide to do it, just as a little boost. If I don't see it, I may not go. So just to break down your goals in the tiny steps, 
to accomplish mm-hmm. it and identify your obstacles. Like no, no path is going to be straight. So mm-hmm. it's best to, like I said, with, with your business plan in that you'll have your SWOT analysis I'll have your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats. And the threat is more of your obstacles, things that you want to face. So it's just good to be realistic. Look at other person's businesses and see what, what obstacles they probably face if, if their business is similar to yours. Find what obstacles they probably faced and how they went about overcoming those obstacles. Because you'll be amazed. Like, you don't have to, most times we try to create our own path, but a path is already, someone already created that path for you. So you just got to follow in their footsteps, see what they did, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not saying imitate the person, but just take a few things from them. You can learn a few things from them and, and just create your own, your own twist to it. So just identify your obstacles. That's the third step. And the fourth step is putting together a plan like we spoke about as far as having a business plan, a, a financial plan, and a marketing plan. It's good to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And the final step is to put in the work. So you have to work towards it. It's like, like I said, my Bible, my favorite, my favorite book, it says faith without works is dead. So you can have all the faith in the world that you want, but it's not going to drop out of the sky. It's not going to drop in your lap. You actually have to put in work to get the job done. Yeah. And don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about your friends who probably aren't putting in the work. As a matter of fact, if you are in company of persons that aren't as driven as you, I would advise you to switch your company, like just change your company because they're going to be the ones that are going to put you back. They're, they're going to hold you back and you're not going to get where you want to go. So just be tunnel driven. Focus on, on what it is that you want to accomplish and work towards it. So the five steps, if I'll just go over it one more time. Mm-hmm. It's the first, identify your goals. The next one is to break down your goal. The third is to identify your obstacles. The fourth is to plan. And the fifth is to work towards your goal. Yes. I believe, you know, so many times, I think this is a big misconception that people have when someone starts a business and and become an entrepreneur. They think that, you know, every day it's going to be all fun and bloom and you don't have to put any words because you're an entrepreneur you you have the freedom you have you want now but that's so wrong yes (laughs) and even if you're just getting started you know you're you're very seasoned becoming an entrepreneur it's so so wrong because every day you have to put in your work yes (laughs) you do you have to put in work yes you must take action that is so important many people did not you know, believe that unless they're actually in it. I tell, when I teach uh, my students, I always tell them they have to put in the work. They must take action. Yeah. Apart from them just having um, the work, some of the work being made in front of them. But uh-huh. if they don't put in the work and if they don't take that action, they will never see the results that they want to see. So true. And I realize that a lot of people, they think that entrepreneurship is just easy. It is, mm-hmm. it is not easy. It's not as easy as it, it looks. Like I always tell persons, it's like hearing a song. We had a three minute version of the song, but we don't know how many hours went into that song. They had to play the song over and over again. I guess constantly singing the song in order to get that right pitch yeah. or the right tone. So it's not the outside. Like, Plenty of persons think, okay, well, it's just a picture and a glamour and you have like nothing to worry about because you, you're, you're your own boss and 
and you can wake up on your own time. No, like you have to actually wake up earlier now and <laughs> yes. you put together a schedule just so you won't get off track. And with your job, you, you are guaranteed an income. When you're your own boss, it's no guarantee. It's whatever work you put in, okay. it's going to be your outcome. So you have to put in work. Work is vital. It's like the, it's the key ingredient to the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. And well, it's our last and final bonus question. When you're not being a mommy, when you're not being an entrepreneur, what are some fun things that you like to do? Well, I would say go to the beach. We're on the lockdown now, so yes. I know it is over there with y'all, but we can't even go to the beach. I was, I was the type of person, I love to go to the beach at least once a week. So mm-hmm. I really feel out of tune. So now I just binge watch on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I'll find, I'll find something like a website or something to create because I love art. So whether it's website, drawing, anything in that nature, I'll do on the side. But first and foremost, motherhood is my number one priority. And then work. Other than that, it's just chill. Whenever I get time, I'll just take some time to myself because that's very vital. You need time for yourself. Yes, that's important. Thank you so much for chilling with me on this episode. If you would like to be notified every time a new episode releases, just click subscribe above. It's my hope that you are leaving today's episode transformed, inspired, and empowered. Feel free to share this episode with someone that you know needs to hear it. And as always, I would love to hear from you. So let's keep this conversation going. Simply leave a comment below saying how you are feeling inspired after listening to this week's podcast. Now remember, you are always a brave heart. Stay blessed. See you on the next episode.